Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Hey, everybody. It's Jody Katz, your host of Where Brains Meet Beauty podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. This week's episode features Inessa and Alina Vike. They are the co-founders of Vike Beauty. And if you missed last week's episode, it featured celebrity manicurist and brand owner Deborah Lippman. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to be sitting with Inessa and Alina Vike. They are the co-founders of Vike. Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty. Thank you so much. We are super excited to be here. Yes. <laughs> so the first question I asked you when you came into the room is, how do I know who's who? So if you just saw us on the street, it would be hard to tell. But if you know, like if you kind of know us, we do have like a little different on their face. Like our nose is a little different. I feel like our nose is. A yeah. Little, yeah. Also like a little bit of personality, but mostly similar. But if you know us, you know. Okay. So Inessa Alina. Yes. yes. Okay. Inessa Alina. Inessa Alina. <laughs> we have different like outfits on. I know. <laughs> to but help. like if when I see you next time, you're not going to be wearing the same outfit. Right. <laughs> okay. So um, I want to tell everybody how we met. We first met mm-hmm. at the Beauty and Money Summit. Yes. What were you doing there? Why did you go? Yeah. So that was before we launched our brand, and we went to just um, meet people. We wanted to meet PR, and we just wanted to meet other co-founders to hear about their stories. So that was our main purpose for going. Yeah, and we really strongly believe in networking, so we love taking all the opportunities of all the different like conferences and events to go and to meet people because you never know when you can make that connection that could be useful in the future. Yep, like here we here we are. I know exactly. Right. Yeah. So we met. And we just had such a fun conversation, and then I think my team saw you somewhere else. I don't remember where that was. Maybe you met Eleni out and about. Maybe I think was it maybe either Ipsy or um, maybe at another summit that we did because I do remember that. Yeah, I think it was another summit. And now you're here on the show. I know. Yeah. How exciting, exciting is that? Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. So um, I love your hustle, and we're going to talk a lot about yes. it. Um, but uh, let's start with the total minutia. How are you spending your day today? So our day today, so um, we're here. So this is our first event. Um, we had a call earlier in the morning. With Google. Yes. Advertisements. Yes. Um, and then after, we're just going to have like a lunch. lunch. And then we're going to go home and go straight into our emails and just doing everything how we normally do on a normal base if we'd have, we didn't have to go into the city. So a lot of emails and follow-ups and um, calls, all that fun stuff. So before starting a product line, you were first and foremost influencers, yes. right? So tell me about what it means to be an influencer today. Right. So what it means to be an influencer today, it's somebody who influences the people that they follow to do like good things in their lives, to either change up their skincare or like just how to learn how to do makeup. Um, us having that background really helped us in our career as brand owners because we got an opportunity to work with so many brands and we created a network of so many amazing influencers that now love us and love our products. So it's just like it came in full circle for us. And um, I want to go way back in time because we had such a great conversation in our intake call. So where are you from? So we originally are from Belarus um, and we were born there. Um, so we were born there and we came to America and we were two years old. So we don't really remember life in Belarus, but we did talk to our parents and, um, that was after the communist regime fell down and, um, they just shared how hard life was for them growing up. And even when we were babies, like my mom shared a story of how she would go to the store and there wouldn't be like any food. You would have to have a ticket to purchase food, which in our world is so crazy to imagine. So crazy, especially like just growing a family. So um, 
because after World War One, um, we were my dad is of Jewish descent, so um, the Jewish people they were suppressed. So we were able to come to America as refugees. So first, my dad's side of the family came to America, and then they basically like told us to come. So we were able to go as refugees, and we when we went to America, we went we ended up in Brooklyn, and they had a program for refugees where you learn like the language, and they give you like um, food stamps, and it was like really hard because and we're so proud of our parents because they came to America with only two thousand dollars, which is not a lot of money and they thought it was a lot of money mom's like I thought yeah. it was so much exactly so we're just so proud of them for coming here I mean it's so scary because you have to, we were two years old you have two babies you're going to a familiar world where you don't know the language you don't know like what's gonna happen like you just what's gonna happen in my job like it's just so crazy it takes a special type of person to do something like that and we're like forever grateful for that so when we came to America um, my parents they um, they really saved up a lot they had to save so my dad told us the story of how instead of taking the bus, which was a dollar, he would walk, which is so amazing for us. And I feel like that taught us a lot in our money management and just in us like running the business of how important that is. And in four years, my parents were able to save up to purchase a house that we live in now, which is so amazing yeah. because that takes a lot to do something like that. And so we're so proud of them for doing that. And in just in our business, that taught us a lot. Like we, they were strict in like schooling and just like money management. So we all took all of that into our business, which I feel like really helped Help helped us. us become more successful and just kind of paved the pay for us. And I always say to my sister, I feel like it's like our parents, um, they kind of like lit this torch and now it's like our chance. Like they gave it to us. So we want to take, take it to the forward. next level. So um, let's talk about the courage that your parents had. Like, you know, like putting ourselves in those shoes of like leaving our home that we know, we know the people, we know the language and the culture and taking any any piece of money that I could find and moving my my babies to another world, right? Like this, yeah. there's so much courage that that requires. And, um, you know, what, what have your parents told you about that time in their lives and like how they were able to muster that courage? Um, yes, yeah, so we definitely feel like they had so much courage. It's also like leaving your family because my mom's side is still in Belarus, which we, we still visit them, but most of my dad's side is here. So it definitely probably was super um, hard for my mom to leave her family to just come to a new world. I feel like their strategy was more like just saving up because, I mean, it's definitely a lot to like buy a house and especially when you have to learn the language and everything. So I think they really stood their ground. I mean, I don't even know how... Like, it's so hard because I cannot do that. You know, just leave America. Let's just say, like, if I had to leave to a different culture, like different um, language, everything like that. And I feel like that's why it really motivates us to really push forward. And I remember my mom telling me, like, she they would just put it, like, the way they would do their finances, they would just put it on credit cards until they had enough to save up. And that's, like, that's, that's, that's very stressful. Yeah, it's very stressful. And, like, we're forever grateful. And I remember our first vacation, um, to Canada when my my dad he finally bought a car it was like this minivan for two thousand dollars which lasted after, a really long time lasted forever um and we drove all the way to Canada that was like our first family vacation and it was super cute because they tried to give us everything and you know we're kids so we were you know we loved it it was fine but it's just because when you look back you're like wow they did everything in their power to just like now we go on family vacations all the time like it's just normal now and I just remember as a kid like when we were in Canada we walked by um this hotel the Hilton right and we obviously weren't staying there. And I remember looking inside. I'm like, oh, wow, this is so nice. And I thought, I was like, why can't we stay here? And it's so funny because I feel like that just motivates us to just keep going forward so we could give that life to our parents. So um, 
I love the story and thank you for sharing it. Mm-hmm. Your parents' journey is like so many other people mm-hmm. and it's very timely, right. right? There's so many families around the world that are, mm-hmm. you know, in similar situations where they're like seeking a better life for their family and it's hard. It's, you know, it's probably even more complicated now. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about how this ambition is impacting your lives as both influencers and business owners. Um, are you able to, at this stage, like monetize being influencers? And is that like part of the way that you um, saw an avenue to open up a product line? Right. So being influencers definitely gave us that platform. And the reason why we created our first product, which is the makeup removal spray, is because as influencers, we did, as I'm sure all influencers, <laughs> you film like one day and you do about five looks in that day and you take it off and you put it back on. So we just realized that it was just so harsh on our skin. And we kind of sat down and we're like, there must be a better way to do this. Like this is, our skin is like always so red. And that's when we kind of came up with the makeup remover spray. We're like, okay, this this is going to impact people's lives. This is going to cut down on their nighttime routine. And it's it's like when there's a need, there's always innovation there. So that's why we kind of started with that first product. But even being influencers now, we still we still love to promote other mm-hmm. brands that don't that aren't makeup removers, obviously. So we're still able to monetize that monetize on that. Yeah, and everything that we actually make from our Instagram, we put back into our business account. So it's like yep. we have like this weird mindset where we don't take anything for ourselves. It's like really weird. We just put in the business bank account. And like a lot of people are always so confused about that. But like to us, it like makes sense. It makes sense because yeah. it's the business money. Yeah. And eventually we can reinvest that yeah. towards like our actual business. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually we'll be paying ourselves salary, maybe like in the upcoming months or maybe it'll take like a year. But, you know, we're happy keeping it like in the business account. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you know, you recognize that you're making an investment in your future, right? Exactly. It's not just for the now. I mean, because you're so smart and savvy, but most most people at your age who are running businesses are not, you know, really yeah. thinking like mm-hmm. this, but maybe it's because of the stories your parents told you right, and exactly. what you lived through and your dad not taking the bus to save exactly. a dollar. Exactly. Yeah. You have to save it for a rainy day and that's exactly what we're doing. We, we don't want to just like spend it all. I mean, it could be fun, but that's maybe in the future. But then <laughs> right. after you're spending it, you're like, oh, no, yeah. I don't have exactly. it anymore. There are times in my business where I would like leave the apartment and be like, should I go buy an iced tea today? No, I really can't afford it, right? That yes. $2.25 mm-hmm. or whatever it was, like, I didn't have it, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I had to be so lean because exactly. I wasn't making a lot of money. And um, I'm sure I had credit card bills on the mm-hmm. business too, right? Yeah. So, like, I um, I think about that all, I mean, all the time, probably the way you think about right. your dad's story mm-hmm. because— um, Thankfully, I don't have to, like, I can just go buy an iced tea. But every time I go buy an iced tea now, I'm like, there was a time where this was hard, right? And it wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, I think people like to fake their way through, like, how glam their business Mm -hmm. is. But, like, I mean, my kids were little. They're still little. So it really wasn't that long ago that I was living this way. And um, I'm so grateful for the progress I've been able to make. So, But I think about it often. I love thinking about it. You're like, wow, like, this is my life now. Right. Like, how it used Mm -hmm. to be. Yeah. um, I think the... It makes the iced tea sweeter, you know? Yeah. Or, oh, I love cute. That. That's I love super that. cute. I don't actually sugar my iced yeah. tea, but, you know, <laughs> I like it. it makes it less bitter or something. Exactly. Um, so you guys started on YouTube at 17. 
Yeah, so we mostly started, we started on YouTube, but now we're mostly just doing Instagram um, influencing and we still do that now. It's important because we feel like we get to try a lot of products and that we know what's out there and then we could also innovate it. So I think that's amazing that we have like that influencer platform and also just connecting with brands because now with Vike Beauty, what we do is a lot of brand collaborations on Instagram to give like a giveaway for our followers and we already have those connections with the brands. So that helped us a lot. Yeah. So let's talk about um, CW Rising Influencer winners. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me all about that. Yes. So we were super excited to be, first of all, I remember when we got that email Mm -hmm. and it was out of 50,000 people and I was reading it to my sister and I was like, wow, 50,000 people. I'm like, I really hope we win. I had a good feeling, but you know, you you always think it's you, but I mean, 50,000 people. And um, then we got another email where they narrowed it down. I think it was to, to was it 5,000 and then six? Oh, yes, 5,000. Yeah, six. so it was 5,000. So we were still like in there because we got that email. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like it's getting good. Yeah. And then we were down to six. No, it was down to 12 because six people were for makeup and mm-hmm. six people were for skincare. And we were for the makeup se- um, segment. And we were like, wow, we are top six. Like now this could really happen. Mm-hmm. And just the whole CW experience, like going to that luncheon, it was so amazing. Like we, I remember when we first got there, we were like, we were just like, wow. Like there were so many amazing people in the room, so many founders, so many CEOs, and just so many companies. It was it was a really beautiful event. And I remember just waiting for our, for our turn for them to like read out who was nominated, who was the winner. And I just remember they're like, oh, bike twins. And I kind of saw people <laughs> starting to move, take photos of our reactions. So that, that, that's when like, it was like that split second. I was like, oh my God, we did it. So and you didn't know before going to the luncheon no. that you were actually winning. You were just going there as a, as a um, nominee. Right. Yeah. Got it. We did prepare our speech because we're like, what if we win? We have they to know what to, to say. Yeah, they asked everyone to prepare their speech. Um, it was amazing. Like I remember crying and she was like, stop crying. <laughs> I did the ugly cry. She was like, stop yeah. it. Like, I can't help it. So what did that award mean to you? It meant so everything. Because yeah. I would just remember like being an influencer and you're filming usually in a small space, especially when you're starting out. And it's just like you film and sometimes your camera's not even filming and you're done with the look and you're like, <laughs> it wasn't filmed. And that those frustrations or like when you're filming in a small space and your makeup falls and you can't reach it because there's so much lighting <laughs> around you. So little moments like that when you're just like exhausted, but you keep pushing forward. It's like we did, even though we were frustrated, like we still did it. We loved it. And now we got this award and it literally means everything. I remember texting my mom because she was waiting and we're like, oh my God, we won. And then she's like, I'm so proud of you. So that we were, I was like, I'm crying again. <laughs> so it was, it was just an amazing experience. And we told ourselves, we're like, okay, next year, we're definitely coming back as a brand. We have to launch. We have to come back. We we want to win skincare. And we're just like, that would be praying. amazing. We just did the CW demonstration with Vike Beauty. So that was really great. That was so much fun. We're actually, um, Primly gave us the opportunity again to go. So we're going to be at the luncheon. We're going to be announcing the award for the new rising influencer for makeup. Oh, that's yes, so exciting. cool. Yes, so we're very excited to be on stage and kind of share a little bit of our story story and yeah. then to announce the new winner. And did you see any jump in the outreach to you from publicists or brands or an increase in your fans or engagement after winning the award? Right. Yes, we yeah, we definitely did even at the award because they had our um at mm-hmm. the bike twins like we saw like so many people starting to follow us which <laughs> is like exciting, always so yeah. exciting. Um Grande Cosmetics CEO was there so she came up to us. She's like, "Hey girl, so we started working more with them and just with other brands would reach out." So it would definitely put us yeah. on a spotlight. So we're super excited to be able to 
like give it just a new winner like yeah, this it's year exciting. it's definitely it's it's just amazing like we love it we have it in our bio like CW yeah. <laughs> very proud and um did it give you like a boost of confidence that like okay like w- this is working or like were you not even seeking that like outside external boost yeah, I feel like it definitely gave us a boost of confidence because it's so amazing to be like recognized by such an amazing um, organization. So it definitely gave us that boost and definitely made us feel super even more confident than we like already felt. So that was it was a great experience. And yeah, even being at the demo, we had a lot of people that came up to us. They're like, you look so familiar. Mm-hmm. They're like the long hair. They're like the winners. <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's us. That's so cool. So um, when every time I've talked with you, whether it's on the phone or in person, you both exude this confidence um, and you're very honest about the hustle, right? Mm -hmm. So I think this is really unusual, right? Most people are like they're faking their confidence Mm -hmm. um, and sweating through the hustle. (laughs) But it seems like you just understand that there is a hustle. Like you're not questioning the why me? Why do I have to work so hard? Mm -hmm. Like you just are walking into this, whether for the influencer side of the business or the product, Mm -hmm. like realizing that like you have to work hard, you have to put the hours in, you have to grind and make phone calls and send emails and, you know, find people at events. what do you think is the reason for that? Because I get really overwhelmed by the hustle. Like sometimes I really do cry. I'm like, this is so yeah. hard. Um, and I don't, I don't have your confidence. Like I, it's taken me like many, many therapies and business coaches to get to where I am now. But you walk into this with a ton of confidence and just focus on the hustle. Tell, tell me why that is. Yeah, so I feel like we actually like love the hustle. I feel like it's it's so much work, but we because it's fun for us. It's kind of like fun work, so we don't even think of it as work. Like sometimes there are days where like we're super overwhelmed, and like you know you go to these like networking events and you're just exhausted because you're talking so much. So there are days, and th- th- I feel like when you're being like super transparent, especially because we post those days on our social media, like people look at you more of like a real person, and they can relate to you. So we feel like when you're able to relate to your audience, the message is. Um, um, better translated to them. So we love showing that sign. We feel like, you know, just being successful is really hard. Like you just don't become successful. Um, There's some brands that we saw that we may not have heard of, but they've been in business for 10 years, but we just see them now because they're in Sephora. It's like, oh, they, they're successful. That was probably easy for them. But it's probably took them so long to get there. So many phone calls, so many, you know, um, networking sessions. So we love the hustle because um, it's just real and um, the conf- we kind of boost confidence off each other. So that's why I'm glad to have her because if I'm having like a doubt or something, I get to talk to her. So in that aspect of being twins, we're lucky because maybe something I can't share with someone else, I could share it to her and like she'll get it. Like I could say weird things, she'll understand, you know. So we're lucky to have each other because, you know, when things get hard, it's nice to talk about it. So we have each other to talk about that through with. Yeah, and I also think like, it's very, I, I personally love challenges. I love when there's a challenge that arises because we kind of talk through it and we're like, okay, well, and you're kind of excited to see the outcome from it. Like you, you make a decision and you're like, okay, this is the best decision. And you're like, you're kind of waiting to see like the outcome and it's good or bad and you just learn from it. But I also think we're so motivated it is because we just, personally, I just foresee like a life I want to live. And until I'm there, like I won't stop. And I love reaching out to people, even though like, we, yeah, we go to events and like our throats are hurting because we're talking so much. Like, it's just like you feel so, it's so rewarding. It's so, yeah, empowering. I love when we meet somebody and you just never know where that connection could go and you just nurture that connection relationship and it could just literally blossom. So I personally, I love it. Like I, I do this full time and I, 
literally wake up in the morning and I I just love it like it's like for me it's like this is this is this is perfectly for me like it, it was like waiting my whole life like we oh. always knew we would have a brand like this is challenges arise I remember when we were launching and we had an opportunity to launch at Ipsy in New York City they do this big show and it was kind of like we had a month to plan it really and I remember calling our packaging company I'm like okay well we're launching I need this to come on time and they were on the phone. They're like, honestly, in two weeks, it just can't happen. And I remember I was like, but it has to happen. Like, we cannot be at a trade show with no product. Just like, oh, this makeup mover, <laughs> it's going to work. You know, no one's going to believe us. We're going to look crazy. And I just remember it's like, you really have to have those tough conversations. And that was like the first time I had to really have a tough conversation. I'm like, this really has to happen. Like, I couldn't sleep because I'm like, this literally has to come here. Like, I will go to, I'll drag all the bottles here. So that was such a stressful moment. But it's like challenges like that. It, it's like I. It's like gives me a rush. So, um, what are you hoping for the future of either the business of being an influencer or the business of growing the product brands? So, for I actually told my sister yesterday, I'm like, we're gonna be mommy influencers <laughs> when that stage arises. Like, I would she love to be a mommy that. influencer because I I love when I find a mommy influencer. They're so cute, like with the babies, like the fashion, all the cute little baby things. I'm like, I told that yesterday. So, definitely see ourselves still being influencers because we love it. It's our passion. Um, for the brand, I definitely see our brand being a global brand. I want one thing that's important to us is that we could be accessible to everyone. So that's a um, we 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 want to be in a lot of stores we want to be also online but I think that physical where people could go into a store and like smell it and try it is like important to us so I see our brand I want our brand to be global I want we're already working on our second product I want to have a full line of color cosmetics and then like in five years I, I even see us like going into skincare because we like love skincare yeah. we, it's such a fun like place to create things so I definitely see us having like a full skincare a full makeup line and then even going into skincare mm -hmm. so you told me that um when you read the first negative review about your product that you felt devastated, I think it's important to talk about it because um, I'm sure there's many more good ones than bad yeah. ones, but let's talk about what it felt like when you got a bad one. Okay, so we were in the kitchen. And then <laughs> God, you remember where you are? I you remember. Were, remember what you were wearing? Drinking <laughs> coffee. Right, and then my sister's like, oh my God, we got this review, and she showed me. We don't want to say it out loud because my mom was in the room. Yo, we don't, don't want to tell mom bad news. <laughs> yeah, so we're like, okay, so we read it. We're like confused. We're like, we just felt so bad that one person had like a bad experience. It basically what happened, she just had an allergic reaction to something oh. in the product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she made like, then my sister found her on Instagram and she made like a story about like how she didn't like the product and like stuff like that and we just felt so bad and like so sad that someone just didn't like our stuff the whole day we were just like so upset like we couldn't stop talking about it like it was just always on our I mind I think the first one hits you the hardest because yeah. it's the first one um, but then we reached out to the to the girl and we just said like if there's anything we could do to make it better. Um, and then she said that she, she thinks it's allergic reaction. So we kind of went back and forth to make sure she's happy. And then um, we also like we went on our reviews and we kind of wrote down like the situation that happened. So people who are looking to buy, they could kind of see like the storyline. Um, and we also put on our website like you could do a patch test and a lot of products do that. So that was like the good outcome. But I feel like if you ever get a negative review, it's good if you're able to reach out to that person. And because we just wanted to make our experience positive, like we apologize our product did that to her. We never intended for that. And um, anything that we could have done as a brand to make her, I guess, make her feel better. So that's important because from her standpoint, I hope it made her feel better. And it was really funny because on her um, review, she wrote if they kind of saying like we're like this big corporation. She's like, if oh, they see this, oh my god! She's like, if they see this, you know. So and here we are in tears. <laughs> 
so, in your kitchen. That's why I was like, it's important to reach out and to introduce yourself as the brand owner and only two employees. You know, like we see everything that happens. So I, I kind of love it when people are, think that it's like this big like corporation with like a thousand employees, you know. So it, it was super funny. I'm like, wow, she thinks, you know, she doesn't know when we launch. You know, she just tried yeah. a product. So that was really interesting. <laughs> I um I read a bad, our first bad review for the podcast oh on God. iTunes and um <laughs> the person took the time to write that my voice is annoying. No. <laughs> no. Oh my but God. when I read it, I was like, I've arrived. <laughs> because if someone was so moved to right, write true. a negative review, it means like like it touched a nerve, right? Exactly. So like I'm okay with people thinking my voice is annoying. But I'm like, wow, if you're if you're at the level that mm-hmm. people are being negative, that means exactly. like you're really like touching that's a nerve and like on people's mind. No, I so agree. I saw it as like, oh wow, this podcast is real, you know? Oh, that's I awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can think about that's that too. Good like she thought you were like a big giant corporation. <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> right? Yes. So okay, my last question for you guys is about like your time management because your sisters, um, your influencers together, are you running the business together? Like, how do you like draw a line and be like, okay, now we're like not business people, we're friends going out. Like, how do you have a social life or mm-hmm. um, manage your time at the gym? Because in, being influencer sort of invades everything, right? Right. Um, I have a social handle that we haven't started because I'm. It's on my mind, and you'll understand why I haven't started. It's called the Reluctant Influencer because mm-hmm. I feel like that's like I, I know that. how much work it takes. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't like, cute. I don't have the time, so I have nothing posted because I'm so freaking reluctant. And that's you know, because <laughs> I understand like you're at the gym, you're like, here's an opportunity to tell a story. You're going exactly. to the store, here's an opportunity to tell a story. Everywhere. You're washing your face, another yes. opportunity to tell a story. But it comes with like you said, equipment, right? You can't yeah. just tell the story. Exactly. Um, so how do you like actually disconnect from the work of this? And have moments to, you know, just be young women. Yeah. So for the um, influencer aspect, like we usually post, it does take actually a while to even post in the stories because you want to make it cute and stuff. But we usually post whatever we do, if it's us going out to a restaurant or going to the gym or even us filming. So we're able to always connect with our audience. But in terms of time management, I actually feel like it comes kind of natural to us. Like we mostly we like to work as opposed to going out so we only go out like we have a close group of friends and I feel like as you get older that holds true like you do have like those close um, besties they're just like you know um they're just there for you and it's genuine so we go to dinner with them and we are able to kind of split up our time but most of the time we are working and it's just because we love it so it's not even like working and we just started this thing on Friday mornings we will film together like maybe do three videos for influencer and then like at one o'clock we stop and go into Vike Beauty Mm -hmm. (laughs) right it's I think it's really valuable to actually program your schedule yes like block it off right I used to not block things Mm -hmm. off and I'd just be like well whatever happens happens but like then I didn't know when I can go to the gym. I didn't know when I can go to one of my kids' exactly. things after school. It was like too chaotic. And I started doing what you just said, which is like blocking different it. days yeah. for different things. Yeah, I'm a big calendar person. Like, yeah. I'm like, put it in my calendar. We just bought like this new calendar. It's like a, we stuck it on the wall and marker. So it's just, you could see like a visual of like your days, right. you plan everything. So planning is very important, especially when you have a business and you have things you need to order or like trade shows, you need to, you know, keep track of that. Or so even right now, like the biggest thing is like holidays for us. Oh, like yes. You have to think of the sale before. Yeah. You got to think of the graphics before. So that's yeah. like a huge learning curve for us. Though. Yeah. Right. So um, how much of your week are you spending at events like for influencers for where it's connecting and for brands? Is it like four days a week, three days a week? So we don't actually go to a lot of influencer events unless um, I would say maybe like once every two months. Oh, uh-huh. um, Everything 
we just we just post like our videos and fashion pictures just on our like the Vike Twins page and really all like a hundred hours a day is like for Vike Beauty. Yeah. So we go more to like conferences and events for like um, the beauty industry. But during Christmas time, actually a lot of brands had events. So we went to those. But yeah, we kind of divide our time. I guess it kind of laps over. Like it, when we're at events, like we, we go to a lot of WWD events for summits. Um, there's a lot of brand owners there. So we could always like be like, we're influencers, but we have a brand. So like, which way can we work with you? Right, so right. So it's nice. And that's like, the hustle, right? Exactly. <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming. It's so nice to talk with you. You're always so fun to talk with, and I'm very excited for you. You're so ambitious and inspiring. Um, and thank you for sharing your wisdom with our fans. Thank you, thank so, you so much. much. It was amazing being here and sharing our story. Yes, this is actually one of my goals. I told my sister, I was like, one day I want to be on an amazing podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm like, speaking about our check. story. Yeah. I told her, like, check. That's <laughs> awesome. And for our listeners, I hope you enjoyed this interview with Anessa and Alina. Please subscribe to our series on iTunes. And for updates about the show, follow us on Instagram at Where Brains Meet Beauty Podcast. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.